welcome back to K-Drama in Room 343. I am your host, C. Choi, a.k.a. Christina, and I am with my co-host, Kimmy, a.k.a. Joanne. And today, we are going to talk about episode 13, 13 of Dream High. Yes. Yes. Yikes. A lot of Yikes. things, a lot of things happened. Did a lot of things happen? Yeah. I mean, we saw, like, a bunch of things. No, a bunch of things did happen. It just was kind of like there was a lot of un- it was unnecessary. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I do a lot of things in the day, but already unnecessary. Right? Like, yeah, it was kind of like that. But before we dive into um, episode thirteen, we have a special week announcement. Announcement. Yeah, I was looking for a few ways in which we could get our podcast some sponsorships and. The first app I thought of was Audible. Since, I mean, we are basically telling a story, uh, plus all the unnecessary, you know, commentaries commentary <laughs> and other shenanigans, but we tried to, like, basically summarize the episode and make it somewhat entertaining to talk about. So I am very happy to say that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible, and for our Three listeners out there, <laughs> shout out. Um, Audible is offering a free audiobook of your choice, completely free, and a 30-day free trial if you sign up at www.audibletrial.com slash kdrama in room 343. All lowercase, no spaces, number 343. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. And the best thing about Audible is that you can conveniently read a book without actually reading. (laughs) Um, For those of you out there who don't read anymore. um, Yeah, like I honestly don't have time with like studying and like work. I listen to mostly um, podcasts and music on my way to like working out and stuff like that. So I think that, um, you know, if for those of you who are like me, you guys might be interested in Audible. So... Head over there and get a free audiobook. For students out there, I know that a lot of people like to just listen to audiobooks instead of reading it on their own just because sometimes it's faster that way. So like if you want to listen to it like twice as fast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it'll probably be faster than reading a book on your own. So if that's a good option for you, I feel like that could be something to look into. Yeah, also they have like these features where like if you know you might fall asleep, you can just kind of like schedule it. Like say, just read for an hour and then like, it'll just turn off because you know... You're going to sleep. The first book that I like read or heard through Audible was Big Little Lies, and I really liked it. And the um, voice actors, they're actually like very engaging. It's not like monotone. Not like the ones they play in class. N- no. Oh my no. gosh. Those those are, those are lullabies. This is more like <laughs> like they actually they're stimulating. Yeah. And this book was written by an author, like an Australian author. So the voice actor was Australian. Australian. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, check out Audible. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash kdrama in room 343. Alright, now we will be talking about episode 13. Okay, so we left off the last episode with the showcase. We finally, after 13 episodes, we finally get to see a real showcase. And it's Hamdong's turn, um, and he's pretty nervous because he has that condition, which he says 
or the subtitle, it says that it's tinnitus. It basically, and his ear rings really loudly, so he can't really, like, hear. Um, so during his performance, he is off-key. He starts off, because, I mean, he knows the song since he composed it, but we still don't know why he didn't perform, like, playing the piano himself. But anyways, um... So he starts and he's on beat, but he's off key. And the crowd is like muttering to themselves, like, what is going on? And the teachers are like, what is happening? But no one like boos him off the stage like they did with Peggy in the yeah, previous episode. Yeah, they were surprisingly episode. sympathetic. Yeah. Well, actually, were they sympathetic at this point? They were just kind of like, just like whispering, like, maybe they just going wanted on? to go home. <laughs> And then so Hemi gets up and then Samdong kind of like pauses because he realizes that, you know, he's not on key. And he's about to give up, but Hemi gets upstairs where like you can see the stage from the roof area. She's trying to like give Samdong like a sign. They apparently established this code before um, the performance. And basically, Hemi was saying that, like, if I give you a thumbs up sign, it means, like, you need to go up a key. And then if I give you a thumbs down, that means you need to go down a key. And then, like, in order to stay on beat, she'll, like, pound her fist yeah. on her palm. Yeah, to show the beat. Because she does that, uh, Samdong is able to stay on key. And everyone is like listening attentively now, like, <laughs> and then like he finished his song. He's pretty good. He's crying. She's crying. Everyone's crying. Oh, <laughs> um, there's like bubbles flying like all over the stage and whatnot. And his performance eventually goes well. Um, the audience was very very happy for him. Like they were cheering. They were like saying, "Yeah, I was surprised." Yeah. Cause like they had really been mean to Peggy when she like fell they were like booing her yeah and saying like get out gojo right yeah <laughs> like get off the stage and stuff and then Samdong says bad woman you wretched woman um he says this kind of like to Hemi because I think he had wanted to find out like on this stage where whether like to get the answer where he could like continue on or not and she gave him a like sliver of hope that she, he can continue. So um, Oh Hyuk and Hemi go to the hospital to um, find out about Samdong's condition. But w- this was kind of weird too because don't you need Samdong's permission? That's what I thought. You can't just randomly like confidentiality. Yeah, I mean, Oh Hyuk could have said that he was his guardian, which technically he is. Yeah, I guess. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> As we have so many occasions while watching this drama. <laughs> like, oh, like let's just assume that the teachers really do teach at this school. Yeah. Anyways, um, they find out at the hospital that his condition, like his deafness condition, is not related at all to the flower pot injury. Which they thought it was due to that, but... It wasn't a condition that resulted because of the trauma. And um, the doctor said that diet is important to his condition. Which, I don't know. What I don't has. see the relation between those two personally. I don't, but I don't know what he has. Like, what does he have? The doctor wasn't even clear. Like, he didn't say, like, oh, this is his condition. Mm. Like, he didn't say the name. It was just like, oh, his condition. Maybe they just assumed we'd yeah. put two and two together. 
So, it switches to Jinguk, and he is at some fancy event at a mall, and he's cutting a cake, and apparently Jinguk got the solo for his group, and his with solo his, was a hit. Yeah, solo was a hit, and he actually won first place at a music like show or something. With My Valentine. Yeah, with My Valentine, the song that he was singing in the previous episode all by himself with like, all the harmonies by himself. Oh! The one he was harmonizing with himself. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, apparently he won. I mean, he had to because we didn't see any other ones. Not just that, but, like, he had to win because how can you not win if you harmonize with your own? You're right. With like, yourself, like, live. You hear that and go, oh, shoot. Like, right? He has some, like, magical skills. Like, he has to win, obviously. <laughs> Jingle was very happy because his dad sent, like, the bouquet of flowers, those standing ones. I thought that, like, it wasn't his dad, that, like, just his secretary just kind of, like, sent it to him. Just to, like, you know. As a gesture. Yeah. So, it goes back to Samdong and Hemi, and Hemi is telling Samdong all these information that she gathered from the doctor, saying that, like, you have to avoid salty food, spicy food, you can't, you have to be careful with caffeine, and um, Samdong's like, it's not because of you that I have this condition, so you don't have to be concerned for me, like, I'm okay. And Samdong's basically like, stop worrying about it. Like, do you like me? Or do you, are you doing this out of pity? And, um, you know, Hemi's like, kind of dumbfounded. <laughs> like, what kind of question is this? Like, why can't I just be worried about you, like, as a yeah. friend? <laughs> you never had a friend before. And um, Samdong tells her basically to, like, stop leading me on. And then he just, like, leaves. And, oh, so Hemi gives him a pitchfork. And a tuning fork. Oh yeah, tuning not a fork. Pitchfork is a Shrek. Let's go chase the ogre out of the swamp. But what do you mean? That's like, go back to the farm. Like, what do you mean? She gave him a pitchfork. Okay, so Yemi gives him a tuning fork for A. Okay, so she's the one who suggested this. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just remember this note and commit this to memory, you can just base the other notes on A. On that note. Yeah. And just use relative pitch to figure out the rest of the notes. And so, um, Samdong just, like, sits in his bed alone, like, in the dark, <laughs> with his, like, tuning fork, and he's just, like, listening to the note over and over again. Over and over again. <laughs> next. <laughs> so it's the next day, and Scary Bob, her teacher, is teaching her class about perfect pitch. And apparently, Pirsuk has perfect pitch, and so she explains that Perfect pitch is something that you're born with. I don't know, like, is this true? Because some people told me that you can learn. Like, you can learn how to get perfect pitch. Like, yeah, by using lowest low pitch. pitch, probably. But, like, perfect pitch is just, like, instinctually, like, you hear a note and you know what it is. But the thing is, like, how would you know what that note is if you've never learned music? So you have to learn music and then know that it's that Oh, yeah. Sound. Like, I don't think you'd know you had it until you, like, learn music. Learned. Okay, so then they're having this, like, lesson about perfect pitch versus relative pitch. And Samdo asks Scary Bob, her teacher, how he can how he can attain perfect pitch. And she's like, you can't. Yeah, because that's literally not what that is. Samdo asks Pirsu if he can, like, see her after class. Because he wants to, like, at least learn how to use... Relative pitch to get perfect pitch or whatever? Because Pierre Souk has perfect pitch. Yeah. 
And then Jason gets jealous. Like, he's noticeably <sighs> jealous. And he's, like, so annoying. He's so, so annoying. Is he's this like, middle school? He's trying not to feel that he's jealous, but he, he it's so obvious. And he asks, like, Hemi, like, why do you think Samdo asked Pyusu to meet? And Hemi's just like, just ask her, ask her yourself. Like, boy, man up. Anyways, it's lunchtime, and Pecky has long hair, but not enough. So <laughs> She got extensions, but it's... So sparse. <laughs> she didn't get enough. All the kids in the cafeteria, they're kind of like avoiding, avoiding Pecky because of like her awful performance and... And trash talking her. Yeah, they're basically talking about her while she's they're there. Talking smack. While she's there. And Ahjong is the one that's like spreading these rumors, like... We were rooting for Ajong. Well, I was. Rooting I wasn't for- rooting for. What do you mean? Who? Who was rooting for Ajong? I was in the beginning. She said we, but neither of us are rooting for. No one's rooting for Ajong. She's the friend that offered to buy mandu and tteokbokki. You're right. Like, I but was then she turned for her. psycho. Yeah, she turned psycho real fast. Like literally, I think like in that same episode, <laughs> maybe I don't know. You gotta be careful, just because they <laughs> offer to buy you food. Mm-mm. Anyways, so Ajong is the one that's like spreading rumors about how like Becky's solo was actually plagiarized, which isn't a rumor. Oh, yeah, it's that's true, not a rumor, but, but like she's gossiping. Yeah, she's gossiping. No, and she spreads the rumor that like she's gonna get kicked out of the um, group of like her agency. And then they're like, "Ooh, if you get kicked out of the agency, isn't it like reflects yeah. badly on you and you won't be picked up?" The next thing I have is school lunch menu is cereal. They have Taos less jowdis. They have durejuru, but Last time I checked, they, they don't eat, sell cereal. Is that what the school gives out? Like, because everyone's eating cereal. That's their lunch menu. Maybe it's the cafeteria food. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know, but I mean, look at the crap food American <laughs> schools have. That's true. I'll take cereal. Since Peggy is kind of just like sitting there listening to the other like girls gossiping about her, like right next to her, Kemi comes and like she sits next to her and she puts like the ear pod, not ear pod, like those earphone, earphone things onto um, Peggy's ears. Just kind of like Jungkook did in the beginning of like the episode, Full circle. Or, like beginning of the drama. Peggy's like, I think this is broken. Nothing's coming out, and <laughs> and Kemi's like, just shut up and put it in there. <laughs> I mean, like no Lunchi. Yeah. Anyways, Pecky then reminisces about her poor performance in the showcase, and she's, like, tearing up. This was, like, after lunch, I guess. And then Scary Bob Hair teacher comes, and Pecky kind of tells her that she was right, and she kind of tells her that she realized that she cannot go on longer based on, like, lies and deceit. And she tells the teacher that she's going to ask the CEO to give her another chance, and if she is given another chance, she's not going to cheat or, like, lie or have any other, like, sketchy ways yeah, of, like, succeeding. And Scary Bob Hair Teacher's like, what if you don't get another chance? And Pecky's like, well, then I guess I just have to start from the beginning. Like, without cheating, without, like, any other sketchy things. Like, I'll just, it'll be slow, but you'll, you'll help me, right? And Scary Bob Hair Teacher's like, okay. <laughs> sure. So kind. <laughs> yeah. So Samdo is practicing pitch by himself. He's like pressing the p- the key on the piano and he's trying to like imitate it and commit it to memory. But I mean, it's hard. Like, yeah, that's hard. And so Ohyo comes to him and says that 
tries to, he tries to like comfort Samdong saying that you don't really need to worry about like having this perfect pitch like your condition with the proper medication and treatment like the doctor said that it's not going to get any worse like you're you still will have your hearing it's just he says that as long as you don't perform on stage and actually just be a producer or a composer then you don't really need to worry about having like this pitch or like this problem where your hearing will go in and out and um Samdong is says that he says he, nope <laughs> yeah he says no he wants to perform like he wants to be on stage and perform so yeah the next scene is like i think is that the library i don't know but jason was like listening to music on a pair of headphones and students were like lining up behind him i think it's like a sampler where you like hear music Maybe like you borrow music from yeah the yeah from the library i think it's a library but anyways this library is like cold as they are talking like you can see their breaths their nose and their ears were like red it looked it so looks cold really cold actually yeah so like jason's like trying to reason with himself and he's like saying that you know, you don't really care whether, like, Pirsuk is with Samdong or not. Like, you know, just do your own thing. He's, like, talking to himself, like, you don't really care, right? But he obviously cares because he's still thinking like, about he, it. It's like a psycholo- like a psychiatrist or something, like, in your mind. <laughs> Insong is in the back, like, what the freak, dude? Like, are you gonna go or what? Like, you're, he's, like, holding up the line. So he eventually goes to the lab, or, like, to uh, where Pirsuk and Samdong is. Pirsu is trying to explain to Samdong um, how she determines like the pitch. She says that like you match it with your ears, but you have like you, she says she feels it coming out of her throat, which that's BS. <laughs> <laughs> but like in theory, yeah. So that's she's what like happens. trying to explain, but it's it's something that she was born with. I don't think she can like explain it. It's like. Yeah, you like you it's just have like to know. explaining color to a colorblind person. Oh yeah, how would you do that? Like you have nothing to like because they don't know. Yeah. Okay, so Jason comes to sneak and he's like trying to see what they're doing. And Hemi was there, and <laughs> Jason was like, "Oh, I was just on my way to the library," which obviously is a lie. And Hemi knows that it's a lie, so Hemi's like, "Oh, I was I just do. heading there myself. Let's go." <laughs> Which is what I would do if I saw somebody in that, doing that shenanigan. Let's go to the library, Jason. Like, he deserves it. And then, so, the next scene was kind of weird, too. Like, so the lone shark, who is now head, uh, of, head of a CEO. Entertainment company. Yeah, he is at the school, and he's discussing, like, recruiting students for his company with the school teachers. The principal is there, JYP is there. Miss Meng, and then... Oh, I still don't know the other guy's name. And did the they other ever tell us his name? They did in they this did? episode. I just didn't write it down. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> and then the other music teacher. Um, so the loan shark guy picked Hemi and Pirsuk to recruit. And the principal and the two teachers, um, they're trying to dissuade him. And they're saying, like, all these bad characteristics regarding Pirsuk and Hemi saying how they're not the right choice to debut. And Pirsuk's fault is because of her weight, that she like lost so much weight. pictures. Yeah, and that, that's gonna, like, her past is going to come and haunt her or whatever. Which, like, is BS. <laughs> and then, like, Hemi's fault is that she is rude, which is true. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, like, just because she's rude doesn't mean that she doesn't have any, like, 
common sense. Common sense. Like, she's not going to be like that. Yeah. So then um, the loan shark guy imagines this like scenario where Pirsuk and Hemi have debuted and their team name is called Soup and Me, which is cute. And they're in the radio show. They're in Cool FM, Super Junior Radio Show. Shukira, Super Juniors Kiss the Radio. Oh yeah, do they still do that? I think they did, but then they went to military, right? Oh. Uh, no, but some of them are back. Like, Yutuk is back. Yeah. I don't, maybe they don't do it. Ryouk used to do it when the others were gone. Anyways, um, they're doing this radio show, and a caller calls and talks about Pirsuk's weight, and Hemi kind of like loses her temper, and she's like yelling at the caller and stuff, like, and it's live, so Lone Shark is like, yeah, so this is all his imagination, she's like, yeah, I don't think I can go with them. He's telling this to Ohyok that like, I don't think I should take in Hemi or Pirsuk, and Ohyok is like, what? I thought you were different, like, I thought you weren't that kind of person, that person who would, you know, choose money over, like, talent. JYP is, like, going back and forth, like, seeing that, like, yeah, I thought you were better than that. And then when um, the loan shark guy is, like, saying that, but I there's, like, so many risks, like, involving, like, money and stuff. And then JYP is, like, on his side saying that, like, oh, yeah, I can see Just the risks. back and forth. I don't know what he was doing. Anyways, yeah, that scene, like, this was one of the scenes that was, like, unnecessary. <laughs> like, anyways. So, in the middle of this, like, thing, Ohyuk learns that Samdong, had, Samdong is really good at relative pitch. So, he, like, runs to Samdong and says that, you don't need to learn absolute pitch, like, you just use relative pitch. Which is what Kemi said to him when she was giving him the tuning fork. Yeah, and then it's like a deja vu scene. He yeah. just holds it to his ear again. Anyway. So, Jinggook is at his dad's house because apparently he can't come in. <laughs> like, he can't wait aside. I guess. <laughs> So sad. His dad comes home and he gets out of the car and they have like this sweet moment. I don't know. It was so cringy. And the dad looks like Master Uboy. If you guys have seen Kung Fu Panda, shout out to Master Uboy. Like the dad looks like Master Uboy. <laughs> Doppelgangers. Celebrity lookalike. Oh man. Like, I don't know. Something about this scene just made me real uncomfortable. Like, it was sweet. Like, like, no, like, any scene involving those two, like, just makes you really uncomfortable. Like, it was sweet, but also, like, ugh. Yeah. I want to stop looking. Yeah. Jingle was basically saying that, like, thanks for the flowers, and then the dad was like, I didn't send the flowers. But he did. He was just kind of embarrassed. But when he said he didn't send the flowers, I was like, ooh, I knew it. But then he's like, he, he did send the flowers. He was just kind of embarrassed. So back at Ohio place um the older sister is crying looking at the scarf because if you listen to the previous episode you know why so um jingle calls Hemi and tells her to go outside and they have this oh, another like oh, oh okay any so scene with jingle in it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> they have this like weird cringy moment they're kind of like flirting i don't no, know they what they're flirting. doing they're like pinching each other's cheeks and like so, um, Hemi congratulates Jingle because he won first place with his My Valentine song and... Oh my gosh. Please go listen to it. <laughs> oh my god. It's so cringy. It's so cringy. So, um, yeah. And they're kind of like arguing like, is this a dream or what? What? He tells her that, oh yeah, my dad like bought me flowers and stuff. And she's like, oh wow, good for you. And they have us like this like weird, oh yeah. <laughs> They're just flirting. Yeah, like, it's please. so weird, so cringe. And then Samdong comes, and then like ruins they their stop. moment. <laughs> like, 
Like, thank you. Yes. Seriously. Um, Samdong congratulates Jinggook, and Jinggook is like, hey, are, are you okay? Like, so Hemi had told everyone the reason why he kind of messed up the beginning of the performance was due to stage fright. And so Jinggook was asking if he was okay, if he, like, recovered from that moment. And Samdong's like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, you guys go back to your talking. And then he leaves. I'm like, no! But that's okay, because the scene was over. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully. So the next scene is um, Becky calls the CEO of her company, and then so Becky goes to see the president in the middle of the night. So Jingo gets a call from the CEO, too, and the CEO wants to use like the dad to send articles. I didn't understand this. No, 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 no. Someone called. No, it was the CEO. Like the it CEO was... called Jingu. I... No, 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 no. It wasn't the CEO. It was a worker at the company, and then he was telling him about this article that he, the CEO wanted to come out with, and he was like, "Oh, like I told you, I don't like these kind of things. Like, let me go talk to him." Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. that's weird if he called him. I thought, I thought it was the CEO that called him. Was it? I guess I wasn't paying enough attention. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, someone called, someone called Chingu, and so Chingu had to go to see um, his CEO in the middle of the night. And then um, Oyok is sleeping, and then suddenly like his sister wakes him up, and she tells him that Chingu has been involved in an assault case. Which like, that came like, out of nowhere. Seriously, like, like he was just flirting with can be like, like literally literally like a few seconds ago <laughs> like literally yeah and now he's involved in an assault case so Oyak goes to the police station and there's already like a bunch of reporters reporting this case because you know he's like a celebrity and he's also like he just won first place so he's like pretty You're right i still pretty. don't understand that <laughs> He's, like, pretty high profile at this point. And then, like, he was involved in this assault case, so a lot of news come out. Apparently, Jingu assaulted his CEO. Ohio kind of takes him out because his guardian, like, his dad wasn't there. Um, his dad's kind of a high profile person, too, so it didn't really make sense for him, like, his political career-wise to come see his adopted, quote-unquote, son in jail. So he kind of like sort of abandoned him, I think. And then like yeah, he was kind of just watching it yeah. unfold. Like hmm. yeah, he didn't really like come do anything. Do anything. And Oyok again had to like clean up the mess. Like he took Jingguk into his house. He first brought him into the sketchy hideout place, which apparently is bought by the loan shark guy. Which, anyways, <laughs> doesn't make sense. Details that is again unnecessary. Full of plot holes, but that's okay. <laughs> And so um, Jingu kind of is all depressed and he doesn't really explain why he assaulted um, the CEO. But we have this theory that it's because of Pecky that like we feel like the CEO raped or was in the process of raping Pecky because there was no reason why Jingu would We can say this him. because, well, first of all, we've already seen this drama before. And second of all, because we're kind of familiar with like what can happen in the entertainment industry. I feel like if you don't know, like there's like no way you could really There's so many it. sketchy things happening. And even like currently, like there are so many with Me Too movements involving like agencies too. Yeah. Like back then, like there, like I didn't see that coming. I was like, what? Right. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. This is all still theory, kind of, because, you know, but like, we have, like, we had this feeling. Like, I don't really remember what happened in this drama, but, like, I have sure a feeling right. that this is, this might be right. Yeah, because there's really no reason, like, just because of, like, the article releasing about his dad, that he's gonna a- assault 
this man, like, I don't think that's going to be it. That's not big enough for him to actually, like, hurt the CEO. So anyways, Jungkook is just depressed at all the things that has happened and he tells himself that like he's rock bottom again and um he's all over the news in the news they say that um Jinggook had admitted to hitting all the charges yeah and there was like even a video clip of him doing it and it wasn't even like okay so they blurred out the face of the ceo but they didn't do a good job because as he was like everything as he was as he was moving like his face was like moving and then like the, the blur was like, was, like following it it's like a step too late it's like <laughs> a for effort but didn't do anything yeah and then like the ceo does an interview too like he looks he doesn't look that hurt he says that he fractured his neck but it didn't look he like he got punched like you didn't get hit by a car like he was, he's like i have to use a wheelchair now it's like put yeah, him on he a got show. punch in his face so his leg is fine i don't know he said he need a wheelchair <laughs> he's like really not a good actor too because they were interviewing him but like He's obviously acting. Yeah, it looks so fake. He's like fake crying. Anyways, and the dad is just watching this on the news and he's very angry. So in the school, Ajong, again, Ajong, pathological liar, the Mandu friend, she's like spreading rumors about how like Jingu is very like violent. violent and how the reason why Becky had a star in their previous showcase on her face was because Jingu punched her in the eye. Okay, or it's just stage makeup. In Song, our best friend, he's like listening to this like this crazy story about Chingu, and he's like, "No, Chingu is not the type of guy to do that. You know, standing up for your friend, righteous. Good job, good job, Insong. It's Spring, literally the best character. Even in like amongst the group K members, it was like the celebrity girl, and then like the two other group K members. They were talking about how like Jingu's real dad is actually in the mafia, and Jingu has like tattoos all over his back and stuff. I forgot that like at this time in Korea, like I think even now, even it's now illegal. is it illegal? It's illegal to have tattoos. Yeah, but I mean people get it anyway. Wait, it's illegal in Korea to get tattoos? Yeah, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah. many people have it though. Yeah, cause they don't care. Wait, are you sure it's illegal? I don't think it's illegal. I think it's just taboo. Like I don't think it's illegal. Why cause there's like tattoo illegal? artists. Technically in Korea. illegal. Technically illegal. Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. It's illegal. Oh. I did not know that. Okay, well, anyways. And so in that dressing room, I don't know where they were, but in that room, like, Jason was there, and he... Oh, yeah, where were they? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was, like, some kind of backstage room. Like I think it's I guess they have their for own... their own, like, activities. Yeah, like, okay. And then Jason was there, and he, like, suddenly just gets up and says, that's enough, shut off now. He said this in English. That's enough, shut off now. Well, he said shut up, but what he actually said was shut off. Yeah, he said, that's enough. Shut off now. But he said it so fast, like, with no breaks. Like, that's enough. Shut off now. <laughs> and, like, it's probably, like, you don't know where to accent the words in a sentence if you're not a native speaker. But the way he accents his words is really weird. That's enough. Shut off now. <laughs> like, okay. even, like, is much and already. Like, <laughs> the famous line. Anyway. Um, even in the Oihyuk's house, like, all these crazy fans have already, like, put up posters about, like, Jinguk being the devil or something. And all of this happened within a day. And Jinguk comes home and he's, of course, like, not feeling well. Jinguk is the one that eats, like, seven to eight kupaps. He's not hungry, which you know is something is up. Like, he's not hungry, that means he's okay. not sad. He's very sad. And so um, his dad comes to Oihyuk's house and they talk about 
what happened. And Jingguk says, he just says that nothing happened and it was all like his wrongdoing. But the dad was saying that like, you're not the type of guy to just randomly assault someone like that. So you need to tell me what's going on so that I can help you. And Jingguk says nothing. He's like obviously hiding something. He can't say, but he just like cries and apologizes. And yeah. So yeah, he's just like, it's nothing. It's like, yeah. really though? Anyways, um, and then we... Move to Peggy's scene, and Peggy goes into her mom's like store, and Peggy's mom received a package from the CEO, and it's like abalone, which is very expensive, expensive. in Korea. It's a and, box. Yeah, it's like a box, like full of abalone. Abalone is so good. I love it. Fried abalone. Oh my god, like calamari style, but it's like abalone. Fried. Oh, it's like cal- like you know those like fried calamari, but it's like they put abalone. I think I've only had it like steamed. Oh, that's good or too. In, like, or like in like chuk. That's good. But fried is so good. Dude, I want to try the hair. Abalone hair? Oh. <gasps> Dude, I saw a book about that. It looks <gasps> so good. How it's like fresh. You know, like in Jeju though, people, they just like buy it in the store, which was like oh. really fresh. And then just eat Oh my god. The gochujang? Oh my god. Anyway, we hungry. <laughs> We're so hungry. Okay. So, um, yeah. Abalone. <laughs> Peggy was like, send it back. Cause, so obviously something has happened because she's really upset and she's like, we have to send this back. And then it's back at Ohyok's house. Sangdong is trying to cheer up Jingguk, but they're kind of like having this pity party. They're saying that like, Sangdong kind of just says, you think your life is bad? Well, you're not alone, buddy. <laughs> like, um, you don't have a mom? Well, I don't have a dad. Like, like, <laughs> like are you making a T-chart? Like, <laughs> comparing, like... Who's got it worse? That's actually what they were doing. Yeah, that's actually what they were doing. Samno eventually talks about his ear condition, which kind of... He's like, oh yeah, I'm deaf. <laughs> oh, yeah. Basically. Yeah. And then Jingguk's like, ooh, oh, like, okay, you ooh, win. That's, you that's win, rough, bro. buddy. <laughs> yeah, so Samno is basically saying that, like, my life sucks like yours, but I'm trying to find a way to... Get over it. Get over it, so you should too. Samno says that I'm trying to find sound and pitch... And this is all so that I could beat you. And Jigook's like, me? <laughs> well, I would have been like that too. Like, who? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> but Samno says that he's going to be the best that he can and like compete and like fight for Hanny, basically. Okay. Anyways. Okay. The next thing I have is Ayu and Jason. They have like a moment to... Oh, so Ahi overhears Jason talking. I think it's his mom, right? It's gotta be I his mom. I think it's his mom. Yeah. He's like talking to Julie and he's in English and he's like, oh, I miss you and I love you. And like um, Ayu overhears and she's like kind of salty and she like sits like in the table next to him. Jason like comes up and he kind of just tells her to like stay away from other boys. Sexist. He's well, like, I think that could should... give people the wrong idea. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And she's like, well, I think you should stop, like, calling other girls and, like, you're hanging out with all these girls. And just cause... throwing the words, like, I love you, I miss you around so casually. It's like, she got you there. Right, yeah. So she's basically saying that, like, you're gonna throw other people off, too. And then Jason's like, are you saying this out of manners or, or because you're jealous? And Ayu asks him the same thing. And then they're like, oh, they have this, like, moment, like, oh, on three, let's say manners or jealous. And they don't say anything. 
They don't say anything. They're like, fine, we'll just not say anything. And then Jason storms off. But then he comes back. And then he says that he's jealous. Oh, well, that was easy. Why um, did you just do that the first time? About time. Finally. could have done that like 10 episodes ago, but nope. So I think they're dating now. Yeah, they're dating now. Yeah, finally. Okay, so it's the day of the pitch test, which we didn't even know that <laughs> there was such a thing. <laughs> but there is. And um, before the test, Kemi pulls Tamno aside and says that, like, if you get confused, just remember the code that we established. Like, thumbs up means go up, you know. Thumbs down means go down. Just pay attention to me. And he said, I don't need it. Yeah, Samuel's like, I'm fine. I'll be okay. I got this. And so they go in and the test basically, like, you have to sing an unknown song. And it's a duet. And you have to sing both melody and harmony. They play, like, the intro on the piano just to start off the song. But then the rest of the song, you just have to sing. Like, on your own. Yeah, on your own. So, um, first up was Hemi and Jason, and they do well. I don't know what song they were singing. I don't know. It seems, I feel like I've heard it before, I but... I feel like these are real songs, though. No, they are, but... Oh, they are? I think they're, like, JYP songs, too, but I don't know... They would be. I don't know what it is. It, it sounds really familiar, so if you guys know what they're... What songs I, I doubt it. <laughs> if you, as a Korean, don't know what it is... No, they could. It could be... We have... Our three listeners could be avid K-pop right. fans. Okay, okay. Educated, very well-versed in K-pop. Yes. So let if you guys know, know, let us know. Next is Hamdo and Ayin. And Samdong is like, you don't have to play the first bar on the piano. We, we got this. Because, you know, since Pirisuk has perfect pitch anyway, she doesn't even need the little intro. And Scary Bob here teacher's like, you sure? Like, you're that's sure? bold of you. Like, like, she's okay. Like, I know that she's okay, but are you? Will you be okay? And then Samdong's like, yeah, I got this. And <laughs> Scary Bob here teacher's like, yeah, but don't come crying to me after you see your results. And Samdong's like, I got this. So they do it, and they do really well, and they sing for a very long time. This They sing the whole song. They sing the whole song. So this, like, even Jason and um, Hemi, this whole class was their longest performance we've ever seen, ever, in this drama so far. In Out of the 13 episodes. In 13 episodes, yeah. And IU, of course, sings perfectly. Samuel's pretty good, too. And um, after the song, everyone, like, cheer. Did they cheer? I think so. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. Anyway, so they cheer. And then um, Scary Bob, her teacher, tells them that they both get A pluses because everything was perfect. Like, their pitch was perfect. wow, you surprised me. You did well. Yeah. So Jingu was watching from the outside with um, Ohyok and JYP, like the class, the exam. Um, Apparently, Jingu doesn't go to school anymore because he's not in his uniform. He just walked into the school and just, he's like walking out. So Jingle was watching um, the test and he sees how like well Samdong did and he's like about to run off. And then Samdong just like leaves class because apparently people can do that. They don't have hall passes. Like they just run out whenever they want. He just runs off and chases after him. And Samdong's like, did you see? Did you see I got A plus? And then she was like, okay, yeah, I saw, buddy. You don't have to rub it in. And then Samdong's like, I'm going to work real hard. So you you need to step up too. Like, step up your game. I don't want to compete against, like, some loser. <laughs> Basically what he says. So then um, as Samdong's about to go back into class, he gives Jingu the instant karma pendant. He says that I don't need this anymore. Here you go, buddy. So yeah. So I, I really thought, thought that's, it was ending. Yeah, I thought that that's how this episode was going to end. With him like grabbing the, catching the pendant and just like grabbing it tightly. Nope. Nope. 
we had kept going. Yeah. So um, the next scene is Kimmy sees how Picky is all dazed and very like out of the loop. Like she looks drunk, drunk, and she acts kind of like just blank on her face, and like she drops all her things. She's like she can't even walk straight. She climbs to the roof and she is about to jump off, and then Kimmy sees her and she kind of like pulls her back. And, like, just pretends that, like, hey, you need to tie your shoes and stuff. Because her like, shoes were on top. Tries to brush it off. Yeah. When Kami comes up to see Pecky's face, Pecky's, like, crying. She's, like, I don't know what to do. And Kami's, like, what happened to you? Like, what's wrong? And Pecky's, like, it's all because of me that Chingu became like this. Which, like, you know, is what I say! <laughs> so it's true. It was because of Pecky. I bet he did rape her, like, or he was about to or something. But this oh, this drama was like meant for kids. I know. Would they even? Why would this? Why would they put that in there? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is too big. Like this issue is too big to be in a like teenage drama. It's like a very heavy topic. Yeah, even now it's still like very heavy. I don't know why they put this in a kids drama. I don't remember this at all in this drama. I thought this drama was just a bunch of kids like going to high school. <laughs> Yay, debut! We dream high. Let's go. But no, there's like assault. There's like violence, bullying, or like attempted murder. Attempted murder, like, oh. welcome to Dream High, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, that's how um, this episode ends. Peggy is confessing this to Kemi. What a wild episode! So much has happened, and yet so little. Yeah, it's just a lot of unnecessary details. Something that was really heavy that was kind of, I don't know, I don't know why. I would not let my child watch this drama. I don't know how they can recover from this. Like how, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be so bad. With the My Valentine. (laughs) Oh, we didn't even talk about that. I didn't even have that on my notes. Okay, so we thought that this episode was over, so I was gonna go grab my computer so we can record this podcast episode because we like watch it and then we record right away it wouldn't stop it wouldn't stop playing it kept on going we're like what what's next i thought it was over even like the credits were rolling in and then there was the music bank i don't know what it was but it was like at like a music show yeah at a music show and guess who was performing jinguk guess what song my valentine Mm -mm. it was too cringy we both kind of just turned it off while screaming i don't know why you're leaving out these important details <laughs> she was literally like turn it off turn it off and i was like i'm trying i'm trying and i had to like i she was made still the seeing, eye contact i was still seeing the screen because i had to turn it off and he made eye contact with me while singing the song you his valentine now <laughs> no, no, no 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 thanks so thank you guys so much for listening if you got this far we digressed a lot i think i feel like we did talk about i feel like it would have been really boring if we didn't digress yeah because this episode was just so boring it It was was. so dry and this is like fourth to last episode yeah there's only three episodes left yeah so i thought a lot would happen nope since like in the previous episodes nothing happened but this episode was again like not much has happened and they just had to like fill in um, with unnecessary details, how are they gonna pull this all together? Because we only have three episodes left. Anyway. It's a mess. Anyways, uh, I'm so excited to... I'm very excited for episode 16, like the last episode. I'm very excited. I just want this to be over with. Like, I want to know what happens 
after, but I just I just want to be on the other side. <laughs> so let us know on Twitter. It's K-Drama in room 343. All lowercase, no spaces, number 343. And let us know your favorite moments in this drama. And please watch the encore stage for us and oh, let yes. us know your opinions of it. Yeah, of his performance of My Valentine. All right. We will talk to you guys in the next episode. Episode 14. Just three more. Yeah.